is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, 11.30 a.m., and that can mean only one thing. Mm. You're looking live at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. And we, today is a monumental day. Let's go! First off, it's 54 degrees outside, by the way. It's cloudy. It feels like 54 uh, but the weather's going to turn out nice this weekend. But today, let's get to this monumental thing that's happening today. For the first time in over a year, yeah. we are back together yeah. in the same room, yeah. on the air, live, hanging with the boys, yeah. coming at you. You ain't ready for this. Let's go. You ain't ready for this show today. I can. The energy <laughs> is is coming out of my ears. Nathaniel! Finally, we got Jesse in the studio. He, you, you look thick. You look thicker than oatmeal. See, this is why I love this sweatsuit, so, because it's super comfortable, but, but I don't look, like wearing it because look, it makes me look fat. You look like, doughy. It makes me look... You look, do- you look bigger than Nate. You know? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh oh, no, no. What's on underneath <laughs> it? No, Jesse, no. Okay, all right. All right. No, I just got to just, you know, my shirt might not be. Okay, but that's I still like feeling. You still, you know, I gotta get back. I got to let you, you feel st- some of that. You still you know what look, saying? you still look a little thick. Uh, yeah, I'm in that gym though. Are you? Yeah, okay. right. you I'm in the gym. Wow. How you doing? You good? I'm great. It's good seeing you, Nate. How you What's doing, up, Nate? I'm just Nate looking good. I'm just got I'm the not fuchsia on this the day, day, man. I'm I like I like that color day. on you, man. Something's, Bring out your eyes. Something's wrong with your mic. I'm not, not feel, getting any I'm not sound feeling from this your mic. day, man. I'm not feeling, feeling this day, wow, bro. What's wrong? I'm not feeling this day. I looked at the you know our home game and our away games, and I looked at uh, is it not up? I can is, hear him. Yeah, I can hear him. We can hear him. Yeah, we hear him. You're the only one deleted, Shannon. You deleted from the show, but it just and then I'm looking at. The questions that uh, from the Amen corner over there. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then I walk up again, Shannon. I'll be honest with you, and I try to study for this show, man. Do you and, really? Yeah, and that's what been messing me up the last month. Is I actually get up and say, okay, what are we gonna discuss? <laughs> and man, it is disheartening. Now they talking about getting the offensive tackle, bro. What? Not, you, know not what? Somebody... you know what? Let's get into that. Kurt, how are you today, God, by the way? Good. Hey, man. Good? Good. I, good. I think I'm doing better. I hate to complain, man. I hate to complain with Jesse just getting back, but I Wow. Man, well, Kurt, talk, let's talk about the tackle. Well, that's you know, it's becoming another hot t- like Nate was saying, closer <laughs> we get to the draft, the more it's gonna be <laughs> offense. So you had a one NFC coach tell Peter King that Quote, I can't see how the Cowboys pass up on Northwestern tackle Rashawn Slater. If he's there, that offensive line, talking about the Cowboys, is declining fast. Matt Miller has come out, said they should take Slater. Brian Baldinger said they should look at the offensive tackle. Do they need to protect their big investment in Dak? Are you confident in uh, Tyron Kurt, Smith and Kurt, don't ask, Collins? Don't, don't ask that question in this room. <laughs> you know what we all said. 
Yep. We all said defense for the last I six know. months, and I then two it. weeks ago you had to bring up the Kyle Pitt statement, and now you made us all commit that <laughs> if he's there at 10, we would all <laughs> take him. Him. And now you're now bringing up an offensive best, tackle. We're the best player on the board to tackle. Well, what are we going to do? What are you going to do, Nate? And then, and, then, and, then I, and then I go, I said, well, I'll get a pick-me-up, Jess. I said, I'll get a, I will go to the DallasCowboys.com. I'll go to their website. And then I look in here and they say, Gerald McCoy. Hey, that's the guy we had here last year mm-hmm. that blew a quad. Yep. And he campaigning to come back. I'm like, I'm 33, but I ain't played in a year. I'm saying, okay. Is it a out? Is it a out? Is is it a out here somewhere? <laughs> I'm just I'm asking Shannon. Is it a out somewhere? An what, out. What do you mean an out? Like off like, out of the like season a, already? A, is a, that... a defensive player that can play possibly for the Dallas Cowboys that is rated higher than Gerald McCoy <laughs> in the draft or free <laughs> <in the> agency? <laughs> I'm just saying, Definitely man. Age, they probably just can't afford it. Wow. The best player. Please do not let the best player All right, drop. Quit evading those. the question. Would you take an offensive tackle if he's the best player on the board at 10? If he falls to you. You will not get me to <laughs> go against myself. I will not do it. I am, I am officially shut down as of right now. Well, you already did. So you're taking the best you defensive already, need then. I'm you a, already said you'd take pits you ever if you seen fell the movie surrogates? You ever seen the movie Surrogates? No. no. Oh, but Bruce, uh, is it Bruce Willis? And then you, you know, these are robots, right? Mm-hmm. And they are perfect humans. You know, a, you know, like me, they would have a perfect Nate or a like perfect Jess. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, they would have a perfect me. And, oh, got you. and got they you. had the ability to just take off their helmets or take off their glass and the, and the, and the surrogate is just sit there. Staring, so that's where y'all gonna find me. I'm taking off. You taking the helmet off? I'm the rest taking of the show? helmet off. Yeah, I'm so, just gonna stare. So Nate's telling us without telling us, he might. Yeah, yeah, he but might. he won't go against he himself. He might. All right, Jesse. What about you? Tackle if he's the best player on the board, or you got you going defense? You gotta go defense. I think so too. Th- this mm-hmm. this team with the signing of Dak is a win now team. There is no more. We can't wait. There's no more. We, you know, we're developing. This is you got to go now, because everyone else is preparing for now, right? All all the team that we're contending are saying, "How can I get better right now to go back and comp- compete?" You know, uh, the Niners are feeling like, "Ooh, there two years ago, we're, we're getting back to go back there." Uh, a lot of teams are starting to look, and your division. Start looking around your division. They're getting ready to compete. They're getting ready. They're getting their roster ready, not just to go out there and say, hey, we just want to go play football. They're building rosters to go and compete and to try to win this division. And the Cowboys, I think they were like 23rd or 24th overall on defense last year. They have to put those pieces in place to compete right now. The tackle situation, we know that's going to be a need in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. But right now, if you go get a tackle and you still can't stop anybody on defense, you need corners. You need guys who can stop the passing game. And to go get a guy like I'm, – I'm, I'm leaning more towards Sertan. 
I think he's the more polished player. I think he's the guy who can plug in and play right now, still have his rookie lumps and bumps, but be able to be as consistent as you as possible. Uh, you know, opposite of Diggs and having Jordan Lewis on the inside. If, if you don't do that, and this defense goes out there and is giving up historical numbers again, hmm. you, 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 it's, it's a smack in the face. It's, it's a smack in the face to, to us, to your team. And, and we'll be sitting here next year saying, oh, Dan Quinn, another one bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> another one bites the dust. Because his style requires you to have good corners. You cannot play that cover three defense. You can't play, you can't play that man-free defense if you don't have guys who can cover. Mm. Kurt, period. What, what, if, what if you have any doubts about Tyron or Lyle's health? You, you you've, been had, you've been had doubts in Tyron's health. Well, yeah, but look at last year. Paid, you just paid Lyle. Yeah. You, 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 can, you cannot. All you need. Is for two of the three to come back. That's the president, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins, or just two of the three. Uh, uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. You you have to, as an offensive line coach and an offensive coordinator, be able to. You have two All Pros in those three guys. Because I'm I'm saying two of them will be back. You have a serviceable offensive line, more than serviceable. They all have experience. They all have depth. Now, we don't know whether Tyron, I'm not even counting him because we don't know whether he's going to play 12 games or he's going to play four games. But Lyell should be healthy. Now, if Lyell, if they see where Lyell is not going to be healthy, well, guess what, y'all? Y'all just back me up into a corner and I'm not going to plug myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think now, if you just pay Lyell a boatload of money, and if this kid is not going to play this year, yeah, it's a bad contract. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's another bad contract. And now, how do you how do you survive? Because you're basing everything on drafting defensive players, having a low salary cap on that side of the ball, because all your money is on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they. I mean, I was saying last week when we were talking about pits that I still. The defense needs help. You got to do something to to address that defense. And like you said, one of the cornerbacks is probably going to be your best bet. All right. But what if that linebacker, Michael Parsons, is the top guy on your board? It can't be. <laughs> it can't be. Well, well, okay, he it had he, he had an attitude problem, but and he had he didn't play last year. Right. But okay. What do you see? See, because I, have, I, have, I'm relying solely on our guys that have been in these draft rooms, and they've been talking. I'm like, okay, I'm listening to you, Bucky. I'm listening to you, uh, Brad. I'm listening to all you guys. Okay, what is it about the Parsons kid that we don't like? Is it is his attitude? Is it that he didn't play last year? Uh, what is it that we don't like? Uh, is it because he's a linebacker? So what is it you don't like, Jess? He's a linebacker. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dedicating a top ten pick to a linebacker. Okay. I'm not. I, I, I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not arguing with it, brother. I'm not. This, I'm not. There, there, <clears throat> there's so many other needs on this football team. I cannot dedicate another first round pick. To to a line. like I can't I can't do that I can't Get, getting a guy like Parsons number ten pick that that would 
I can't. I I, I don't mm. see. Give me Sewell, give me Slater, give me Sertan, give me JC, give me Pitts. Hell, even give me Jamar Chase. Give me uh, uh, Devontae Smith. You cannot go Parsons number 10. You cannot. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I'm sorry. I agree with you. I'm sorry. If that was going to be the case, then you should have made June. You should have made Jalen. Um, what is it? The the the. You should have released him. Oh. Before his money became guaranteed. So who? All right. Start with you, Kurt. Who would be off of expectation of who's going to be there at ten? What's your wish list in order? Like expected to be there. Who, who would who would you draft? The cornerback, Sertan. I think he'd be. It sounds. I mean, I'm not a draft, you know, guru at all. But, but you put he, together the draft magazine, so you know what you're talking about. You, you, <laughs> well, you, you read a lot. I read a lot. Yeah. but I, I don't scout these guys. Um, but yeah, he sounds like the most polished guy, the the, the closest ready to, to help you immediately, which which is what they need. They need somebody to step on the field right away and make an impact. And so, you know, there's some debate about you know, do you go for the coverage or do you go for the rush, which is better to address. Mm. Um, but at this point, it looks like that you know those rush guys, there isn't somebody, um, I guess, the caliber of, of Sertan that you, you address at number 10. So you got to go with the cornerback at that point. So, um, And then who's your number two? Number two in the second round? Or no, 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 just, just if, no. if Sertan's not there. If Sertan's not there, ah, that's a good one. Um, you know, I... They talk. I guess Horn is their next guy on the cornerback spot. There, um, it'd be interesting. You know, Farley's that names come t- up. Yeah, but, you know, he's got you the, back got the injury, injury, but you know how this team is. <laughs> bet on the guy that that know. you know. You bet need, on him to you recover. Need a sure thing, in that but that's usually round. second round yeah. that they do that. So, <laughs> so you would go Sertan Horn. That would be your. I guess. I mean, I I would look at. If you could trade back a little bit and still think you can get one of those cornerbacks and pick up a, a, a pick or maybe you pick up a starting cornerback, um, but those would be your two guys. Yeah, I guess. Well, but my yeah, my so. question is this right here. You know, if we if we move back, do we get guys that are going to contribute to this team? Because that has been a big issue with me. I mean, we have gotten guys in the second round that couldn't even get on the field for us. So you mean if right. you move back, is that guy yeah. you're getting in the first, first round, round going to contribute? Yeah, okay. Because we've gotten guys, and I'm talking about defensively, and they just we, – we, you know, two years we, – who is Tristan? Hell, we've gotten guys – Who is Tristan yeah. Hill? Mm-hmm. You know, we've who, got guys in the first round that, but but <laughs> I'm, just, I, I, I'm just saying, we 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 as an organization have to be real careful that the guys that we're getting can contribute. So yes, sir, IQ has a, a lot to do with this this year, and you know, an immature guy like myself who didn't probably grow up to he was 35 years old, <laughs> saying we got to go out and get some mature guys, or yet. Yeah, or matured yet? <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, Shannon. I'm finna unplug. <laughs> so, all right. So, same question to you. Who would be expected to be there? Who would be your Who would be your number one and number two guy? Uh, Sertan. Sertan first. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then Sertan. And then uh, the 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 guy that Jesse don't like, you know, Horn. No. 
the the linebacker. Parsons. Oh, Parsons. Parsons. All right, Jesse, who would be your one and two? Sertan? Sertan would be my one. Okay. JC would be my two. Okay. And then it would go tackle. Okay. So whether that's Sewell or Slater, if if, if defense cornerback isn't the first two, mm-hmm. then I go offense. Okay. And I find other defenders for the rest of the draft. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me throw this out because I, I think I've been on the Sertan, the Sertan train for a while, yeah. and then we published these these interviews on the website yesterday, and one of them was Kyle Pitts, and one of the questions I believe Kellen Moore or somebody asked him was who the toughest corner was that he went up against, and he said J.C. Horn, hmm. and. So my question to you is, didn't Sertan and, – and I'm on the fence. I, I think I'd be happy with either one of those guys. But Sertan had a lot more helping him out on defense at Alabama, right? He had a oh, lot of yeah. a lot of all-pro guys up front and, and behind him. Does that, does that make up for a little bit with him? When you're Horn, you're, you're kind of on an island at South Carolina. Like mm. You're the best player probably on the defensive side of the ball. Was it the system that helped him? Right. I guess that's what I'm asking. People in the system? So is, is, does that – I mean, I don't know. If you got the skills, you got the skills, right? right. So I, I'm kind of – I may be a little bit leaning towards – I'm leaning towards him a lot more now than I was two weeks ago. But because I still, of what Kyle Pitt said? Well, just a combination of that and then just – some of the things I'm reading, some of the things I'm hearing, I think I'd be happy with either one of those guys. I think I'd still go Sertan first, but I think I'm – I was real heavy Sertan. Now I'm kind of like, I think the, I'd the be only, happy with either the guy. The only thing – and I'm, I'm, no, I'm no draft guru, but I know what to look for on film mm-hmm. when studying guys. The, the difference between the two for me is consistency and technique – Consistency and alignment assignment. Mm-hmm. Sertan is more polished in that area, and that could become because he comes from. They both have NFL pedigree, mm-hmm. right? Both of their dads were longtime NFL veterans, um, but Sertan dad actually played the position, right? So he's been taught the position since yay high. Mm-hmm. He's just more polished. A lot of a lot of times you see J.C. Horn, he has some YOLO ball in him. Okay, he, he got a little YOLO in him. Well, he'll just kind of go off and do his own thing, and reminds me of uh, of of um, Janoris Jenkins, mm-hmm. where you know you jump some routes, you take some guesses, and you take some chances. Um, and and as as good as he is athletically, when you go to look at it. After all the hype, he only had two interceptions in, in, in uh, bingo <laughs> at South Carolina. <laughs> he only had two, but he's willing to take the chance. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that what 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 you don't understand quite yet is, is that on this level, when you guess and you guess wrong, it's real bad. Because mm. it, it, you ain't playing Tulane. See what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, you ain't playing too late. But you can miss and turn around and catch the catch. Right. <laughs> you're not playing. You know, you're not playing Vanderbilt. And 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 so I think that's the difference. Is where Sertan was in a in a situation where you know Nick Saban is really tough on, on his, his DBs. On, yes, on, his, on his DBs. Yes, he is. And, and and you have to be sound because he puts a lot of onus on you. The reason why those guys are so good up front 
is because he's saying, I'm secure on the back end so I can blitz guys, I can send guys. And yes, granted, Alabama's going to have a couple first-round picks on their linebacking core and their defensive front. But they're able to do what they're able to do because he's saying on the outside, you're going to be so technically sound in what you do that I know you're going to be where you're going to be. J.C. Horn kind of was like the man in his on his defense, so he got a chance to do a little bit more YOLO than what Sertain was able to do in Alabama. So I, I want because we're talking about having someone come in right now right. and produce. So give me the guy who's a little bit more polished, less YOLO ball. You know, his pedigree comes from that line yeah. of being a cornerback. His dad understands what Dan Quinn wants in a corner. So not only does he get a chance to hear it from his coaches, but he can also pick up the phone and say, so, Dad, let me. how, how should I do this and how should I do that and still have a really good understanding of, of what it is. And I like players that come from that Nick Saban. You know, the system helps him, doesn't hurt him. Yeah. It, it grows you. So. Cr- Chris just said in my ear, Horn had five PI calls in seven games. Because he's aggressive. Yeah. He's a very yeah. aggressive, he's very physical. And again, that, that works when you're playing Tulane. Mm-hmm. It works when you're playing Tulane. <laughs> it works when you're playing the Citadel. Oh, that works. But, but when you're playing Julio Jones and when you're playing Devontae Adams and you got to go play. All these talented wide receivers in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you got to go play Kenny Galladay twice a year, when you got to go play uh, 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 Terry Mc, uh, 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 McLaurin in Washington twice a year, when you got to go play certain guys like that. And whoever, times, whoever's in Philly. Whoever's yeah. in Philly. Yeah. They'll, probably get a, they'll, they'll probably go get an, uh, you know, another, another yeah. pass catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, when you play guys like that twice a year and you look at our schedule, you're going to play some dogs. At the receiver spot, I need less YOLO and more alignment, assignment, sound, technique, football, so that we can go out there. And, again, I'm not looking for you to be a Hall of Famer out the gate. We just can't be 25 in total defense. Nate, (laughs) before we go to break, do you have the helmet off or is it on? I'm on back on. I just signed back in. Okay. All right. You want to get it together? (laughs) Yeah. Get it together. We'll go to break and then get it together and then join back in the conversation because we got some things to talk about. Yeah. A couple of things that about the game itself. We'll talk about the draft a little more. A couple of things have come out. There's there's word out on the street that the the number change has possibly passed. Yeah. Yeah. It did. I don't like it. And, and yeah. you know, I don't like it. Stop let's that. let's get some feedback from an Stop offensive that. lineman Stop and a that. wide receiver a if, if they one. if they like it. The biggest then, fattest number one in the world. And then a, <laughs> a, a little bit of a rules change with uh, instant replay. Talk about that draft, all kind of stuff. A lot more stuff. A lot more show to go. We'll be right back on hanging with the boys. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. 
And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. 1996, a great year and a glorious decade. Dolly the Sheep was cloaked. Dial-up was awesome. Influencers didn't exist. Pants were baggy. And the Dallas Cowboys won it all yet again. Sadly, we can't go back to the 90s, but we can still watch the Cowboys try to win it all once more. Whether you're traveling to the games or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Petty Jean Meats has been providing high-quality meat for families for more than 90 years. Using only the best cuts of meat and quality ingredients, Petty Jean Meats still smokes their meats the old-fashioned way over real hickory chips for 18 hours. Fill your pantry with Petty Jean Meats ham, sausage, bacon, and more. Or send your loved ones a gift box full of their favorite items from pjmeats.com. That's pjmeats.com. Petty Jean Meats. Taste the difference. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back. Hanging with the Boys. If you're watching the game at Old Basketball, shorts or baggy sweats, that's for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John loungewear. It looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks. It's machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Live look there at Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Ford Center in Star and Frisco. Cloudy. Quiet out there. 54 degrees. Very quiet. Not a lot. Not Nothing going on, really. Just some highlights out there on the the video board. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. All right. We're back. Nate's got the, the helmet on. Yeah, you know, that little eyes thing, you know, they be laying in the bed. <laughs> exactly. You be laying in the bed, and your, your, your uh, surrogate be walking around. Surrogate. I've, yeah. I heard of the movie. I just yeah, never, it's wild, man. Never it's wild. watched it. What's your, yeah. what's, your, what's your favorite? Chris just said there's a random child running around on the field. There he is over on the left. So that's the only action that's – hopefully there's an adult over on the far left. Just a child. Just a child. So, report. Yeah, if you've lost your child, you might want to check the plaza at the star. <laughs> Nate, what's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, Avatar. Really? Mm. Yeah. Which, Once again, it's kind of a you know the avatar. You have to kind of go to sleep and get and get your avatar. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. What, trend? You got a, yeah. you got a favorite movie, Jess? Coming to America. Really? Yeah. What do you think about oh, part two? Re- yeah. That was all right. I didn't watch it just because I heard it was so bad. I did not want to to it was okay. tarnish yeah. the first. It that's was okay. That was that's probably one of my favorites yeah, okay. of all time. What about you, Kurt? Got a favorite? Uh, Field of Dreams was always whoa. Like, really? Field of yeah. Dreams. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you, brother? I you know. I don't know if I have a favorite, but I've watched For Love of the Game a lot and A Knight's Tale. Yeah. A Knight's Tale, I watched that a whole lot. Knight's Tale. I'm, I used to be big on going and buying DVDs or Blu-rays and then yeah. just yeah. watching them over and over and over before Netflix and, and all that stuff came, came out. Along. And then it's, yeah, then it's yeah. just, then I just binge So now, stuff. okay, quick, who's your second best movies? Ooh. Uh, Bodyguard. Really? Oh, that was nice. Ne- I've, never, I've never seen it. Oh, that was nice. Never that. saw it. Wow, that what? was, oh, that never was some saw beautiful it. singing, too. Oh, yeah, yeah Bodyguard was Farmer? sweet. Oh, I never saw Titanic, either. <laughs> yeah, that one, I ain't trying to watch that. I ain't do without that. <laughs> what about you, Kurt? Second favorite? Uh, probably High Fidelity. Really? Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah, I like the music in it. And yeah. Cusack fan. Who sings it? Oh, a bunch of bands you probably never heard of. Heavy metal? 
No, it's a, it's a mix. Okay. Yeah. What about yeah. you, second favorite? Godfather 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Watch them back to back. Big Godfather Six, guy? Seven. Oh, my God. Did you man. get into The Sopranos? Uh, no, 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 no. Nobody can do what The Godfather done. Nobody. Okay. What's your favorite? What about you? You going to ask? About you? I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I like Kingdom of Heaven. Did y'all ever see that? Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom. Oh yes, sir. When he's a blacksmith. Yeah. Yeah, and then he Long. came. Yeah, and fought. You know, and then you know, kept that wall up for. Yeah, to it's negotiate. about the Christian yeah. Crusades. Yeah. And all that. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Actually, it, I like those big epic movies yeah. like Gladiator yeah. and Pirates of the. Oh man, are you not entertained? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite series that you've ever binge watched? Oh wow. Um, Ozark. Oh, see, yeah. see, last season's coming out soon. What's Ozark about? I keep hearing about it. Oh, this. you need to, you love it, Nate. Uh, it's dark. Yeah, you would yeah. love it. No, I ain't going to the dark. You the only way it. I'm going to the dark is the Godfather one and two. You would love That's Ozark. Dark. I think you would really like Ozark. Yeah. It's deep. It's, it's, it's every episode. Yeah. They just get. Like when you think they can't get any deeper, it's like what? How? Come on, Marty. Come, Marty, you should know this. It's like yeah, there's no end. No, no series for you. Oh, uh, you know, my youngest son recently got into Mash and really watched the whole thing, and so I watched that a lot. And it reminded how much I enjoyed that movie or that show when I was a kid. And Mash. Mash. How old is he? He's fourteen, and he liked Mash. Oh, he loved oh it. wow. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Good series. times. Good times. James. With James James Evans, it went down you. Uh, yeah. I think the. Probably Game of Thrones and Sons of Anarchy. I was going to say that, man. Sons of Anarchy was up there. That was the first show I ever binge watched. Like, I didn't watch TV probably for about four or five years. Like, didn't even turn a TV on. I I would go to the bar to watch sports, didn't watch TV at home. And then my roommate had Netflix. And for some reason, I started watching Sons of Anarchy. And I watched, I think there were seven or eight seasons. And I literally spent probably two months in bed. (laughs) Watching, you know what's crazy about Netflix? As much money as they make, it's still only a fraction of what they actually couldn't make. Because think about stop, Jesse. Don't get many. You finna make them come on, (laughs) Jesse. Don't don't jinx it. Stop. You pay twenty bucks. You pay double that. Easy. I don't pay anything. First of all, Uh (laughs) because you know why? You know what I'm saying? They can make triple of it because I guarantee the password. The password. like most people don't own the Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You share a password. You share a password. Mm-hmm. If they cut that down, <laughs> they they triple their profit. And at one point, I can't wow. remember if it was them or if this it was the star. You know, people would listen to us, right? or if it was HBO. <laughs> but they actually encouraged sharing of passwords because it got their product out there. Really? More. Yeah, I can't remember if it was if it which one of them it was, but yeah. Wow. Just don't get in an argument with her. Yeah. yeah. Change, back, change the password. Yeah. It back. Uh, so now we don't went from the best player in the draft to Netflix. That's not right. winning in the football game. <laughs> we got score, we got score we break, time, the, but now we get to the rules. Yeah, we, we, we don't win no games off of that one. But yeah. that's why we're the that's why we're the show of the people. Because yeah. we talk football because you never know. You ne- we, we got, we're all squirrel brains. We, we all start down a path. Quickly, squirrel quickly. You're the squirrel. first. You squirrel. score the first. No, no the squirrel. first. The first Martin Lawrence. The first Martin Lawrence. Martin? Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. If I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah. yeah. It's called Martin, right? He had done all of his seasons. I was like you. I never watched TV. And one day I turned on the TV, and I'm not lying. I called people and said, man, you know, Martin Lawrence got a new show. They're like, man, this guy going off the air. 
Can you believe? <laughs> that was so in the, that was in your era. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yes. But I never watched TV, man. I never. You were running them streets. I never oh, <laughs> ran the streets. I made the streets. Uh, he was his own uh, series. series hey, you only got so many hours in a day and night, right, Nate? That's why I didn't watch TV for That's about four years. That's why I slept years. at the, uh, at the star. I slept many a morning. I woke up in your at car? the star. Yes, sir. I was not going to be late. It was like, listen, this, yeah. gonna end, this ain't going to end well. I mean, let me sleep right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I got a divorce, but I kept, I kept my career with the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, what do you, you want to talk about the numbers or the Let's instant replay? Let's talk about replay? the numbers because I, 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 I got a theory. Yeah, I not a theory. Okay, but, okay go ahead. On. Right. Go ahead. Let's talk about the numbers. No, well, I mean, the, the word came out. You probably know. You can tell us more about it, Kurt, what exactly the, the, the rule is. But players are allowed to – Change their number, yeah, and it's, it's different. Pretty much every player except the big linemen, they're mm-hmm. kind of stuck still. But, right, right. You know, oh, other other guess. the skill guys, the linebackers, such they can really Sing, pick any number. Single digits, yeah. double digits, mm-hmm. teens, whatever. Yeah. So now the caveat is, if you change your number this season, you have to buy buy what's out there, right? Well, not what's out there, because here's the thing. Like if you talk about like Dick Sporting Goods or mm-hmm. uh, all your little sporting goods shops, stuff like that. So they already got their, their jerseys from the NFL. Right. So the right. NFL already got their money. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to buy whatever the NFL – not every store, because right. the store already got theirs. Whatever the NFL inventory yeah. is left. Now, my thought process was this. Let's just use Dak for an, for an example. If I'm Dak and I wanted to go and change my number to whatever, you know. Two. Two. Mm. Don't want to say One. don't want to say nine or eight because right. then we're gonna have people tweeting the show like. Ah, but two. let's just say let's he wanted to two. change his number. Yeah. It, for on a business side, if I was Dak, I, probably up to a million dollars, I would buy the inventory because you get really? you, you'll generate that much in New Jersey sales, right? No, not not even that. But yes, I will generate new 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 Jersey sales. And for those that don't know, players like Dak, you get a cut every single year. When you when you look up and you see those guys, he's number one in jersey sales. You get kickback from that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get a percentage. You of get overall a percentage sales. of yep. overall sales if you sell a certain amount of jerseys. Which if Dak changes number, he most definitely would. Mm-hmm. So one, I would buy up the inventory, probably up to a million dollars, if I had that kind of money. Mm-hmm. And then what I would do is my jersey sales would go through the roof because everyone would want, especially the Cowboys start winning next season. Everybody wants the new number, but then I would take that. And I would do small autograph sessions where you can buy my old number and I would do some sort of inscription of, you know, the last whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and then sell it back for double of what I paid for it. Four ain't forever. Hey. Whatever it may be, whatever that thing is, whatever that thing is, I would do something significantly special where mm-hmm. other people couldn't do it because I own them. So if you got this one, then you knew this was one of those deals where if I'm Tom Brady – Right, I go do it and say, you know, hey, seven rings or you know the the last of the seven, whatever whatever it is, and then I would sell it. If I pay two fifty to get it, I'm selling it for five hundred, mm-hmm. and then I would be able to make my money back because people would want to buy it in bulk. People would yeah, want it because buy half of the jerseys back, and you got your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, but you uh-huh. you, know, you got to have a little money to do that. You got to yeah. have a little put out. But I would buy the inventory up to a million dollars, and then do something. Where it was a limited edition type deal, and I'm already gonna make my money back because I'm gonna sell twice as much. If Dak changed his number, he would sell twice as many jerseys as he would next hmm. year. 
Yeah. Because mm. Cowboy fans are like that. I'm just glad that they're able to do that. I always liked that about college. You know, you can have all the different numbers, yeah. you know, and I'm glad they do that. I mean, I wish they would let the – not the offensive line, but I think we should stay kind of, you know, status quo. But everybody else, let them go here's, at it. Here's exactly what it is. The expanded jerseys will allow running backs, tight ends, fullbacks, H-backs, and wide receivers to wear numbers 1 to 49 and then 80 to 89. DBs can choose from 1 to 49. Linebackers, 1 to 59 and 90 to 99. Offensive linemen, 50 to 79. And defensive linemen, 50 to 79 and 90 to 99. Quarterbacks, kickers, and punters will remain in 1 through 19. Okay, so let's keep it cowboy themed. What? Man, can you see a wide receiver running down the field in forty nine? I don't like it. I don't like that. My favorite was forty nine in college, I believe, right? Forty eight or forty eight? Yeah, that's college. Like, You're what? not in college Who anymore. Who was Michael Irvin? Michael Irvin. Oh. Yeah. What? It might have been forty nine. You might be right. Uh, I think it was forty nine. Might be forty nine. Um, cowboy based. Mm-hmm. What? Cowboy numbers, because they haven't retired any numbers. No, there's no official Nick, retirement. Nick actually, Nick actually wrote an article about two or three weeks ago on DallasCowboys.com that's about this subject. So go, everybody that's listening, go read. It's actually really interesting. Go ahead. What numbers are off, off limits? limits? So that's my first question. Mm-hmm. What numbers are off limits? And then for, for any reporters listening that have the time, Kurt, you 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 you're a writer. I got a story for you. Now that we're changing numbers, Jesse trying to do your job now. He, no, take, he takes no, no, my no, job yeah. away from me every day no, on the show. I'm, no. I'm giving him an alley oop. <laughs> I'm giving him an alley oop. I, I promise you, you'll get major hits. You'll now have to rank what is the most successful number in NFL history. So, for example, number twelve, yeah. right? Tom Brady, Roger Staubach, uh, Bradshaw. So you look at that. How many championships? Thirty-two. OJ, Marcus Allen. Uh, 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 who else wore 32? Um, mm-hmm. Franco Harrod, right? Yeah, yeah. So, numbers like that 24, Darrell Revis, early Charles Woodson, Everson Walls. Everson Walls. <laughs> so, you know, you, you would go and look at these numbers and say, who, what number in NFL history produced the Great greatest players. amount of players, stats, yeah. championships, stuff like that? And then you'll be able to see, like, 12 is the GOAT of all numbers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 88 is the GOAT of all numbers of the NFL, whatever that number is. So, yeah. boom. Yeah. I'm not I doing the research, nice. but let's <laughs> give you the idea, my brother. So here, here's here's – I'll just give away because it's been up for three weeks now, two weeks now. So the number one jersey – and I, I love the way Nick wrote this, and that's why I'm going to read this. Number one jersey that – Sacred number for the Cowboys is 74, Bob Lilly, right? And and Nick wrote, it's the one jersey number you don't want to be given if you're a rookie trying to make the team. Because there can there can be <laughs> there can be up to ninety players on a training camp roster, and sometimes the Cowboys are forced to give number seventy four to a lineman. But it's not a good thing because no one is going to wear Bob Lilly's number in a game that really counts. In fact, the player is usually so far down the depth chart that he might not even make it to a preseason game. There's only one player dubbed Mister Cowboy, and his number seventy four isn't going anywhere. No player has ever officially worn seventy four since Lilly retired in the mid seventies. It's been untouched for this long. Don't expect. No, that to can you imagine walking in? You're, you're 70, a rookie free agent. You walk in. You're McCor- like, McCord's like, here. I'm loving. Like, you're, you're, you've lived out your dream, right? Like your entire yeah. life. You're like, I want to make it to the league. And you get to the league and you get to your locker. 
and 74 but seconds. The thing is, you, you probably have no idea <laughs> no until idea. somebody yeah. tells you. Yeah. Like, until one of the one of the intern equipment guys be, says, you know. And then you get hey. all excited. Because you have that number, not realizing what that right. number means. Right. right. It's a death oh my wish. God, Bob Lilly wore this. They must really think something up. No, a, it means you ain't never going to be here. Your parents Whoa. buy the number. Right. They get Whoa. shirts made. Like, man. Wow. I'm going to call Paulie. Paulie, take care of that guy. By the way, <laughs> by the way Michael Irvin was 47. 47. Yeah, 47. I, I don't want to say it, y'all, but I. Oh, you ain't say nothing. Nah, we correct you all the time. Correct us. Yeah, you know, nah, that, and I'm trying to stop y'all from doing that. Yeah, that was your chance right there. No. Throw us a, kick us in the back. Like Somebody do. Who, I'm, I'm somewhat surprised that players seem to value their college number more than the pros. You've reached the pinnacle. Why wouldn't I the, value my 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 high my college? Most people like in college, that number that you had in college, you probably had in high school. Like I wore number nine in high school. Yeah. So it, you've been wearing it since little league sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah. So like most guys that you so see, the best. It's like. You just yeah. When I when I went to Carolina, I was like, "Listen, guys, I want to wear number nine. Look, no problem. When are you, you, you going to sign? Hmm. You got number nine, and so that's the kind of number you really like. I'm established now. So when you get in the league, it's interesting to see how how fast you think CD is going to go back to number two. Because he didn't want 88 to start with. Hmm. Who that? CD Lamb. And then who would they protect? I don't so who, think they would, I don't think you think he'd go back. I don't um, think I, I think without a shot of a doubt he's going back. Well, to I two think next he year. would want to. I just can't. I don't think he would. You know, your owner asked you to wear eighty eight, and it's such a tradition. I wouldn't think he would. And then and then like Jalen could go to nine, but then <laughs> that'll be interesting. Amari could go to nine, right? That wasn't he nine in college? Yeah. So then you're going to have guys probably trying to buy it, each other out, and then. That was Romo. Do you give that number away? So who would be your who would be your top three, Kurt, that you would not ever give their number out again on the Dallas Cowboys? Well, Lily, um, mm-hmm. Starbuck at twelve. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know, twenty two and eight are the other two numbers that aren't used anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know eighty two's probably not going anywhere yeah, anytime soon but, either. You know. That's recency. Unless you draft Kyle Pitts, and then it would be like, no, this is your number. Like, 82 is your number. I think it'd have to probably be Smith because he's a rushing champ, and you've got Bob Hayes with that number, too. Yeah. Who would be be your sacred sacred three, Nate? Just Bob Lilly. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be it. Everybody else, every other one's open? Yeah, just open it up, man, because that's just how it goes, man. There's ain't but one Mr. Cowboy, and, you know, that's it. He, He is it, and that's it. Everybody like else wide open. What about you, Jess? See, I, I don't. I'm not. No offense, you guys. I'm not as old as Kurt and, and <laughs> Nate. Nate. Yeah. So yeah. to me, like, I, I don't. I, I know of of Bob Lilly, but mm-hmm. I don't come from that era where he right. was Mr. Cowboy to mm-hmm. me. You mm-hmm. know. So to me, yeah. it's 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 like Troy. It's eight. Yeah. It's twenty two. Yeah. Right. You know, those are the numbers that you kind of like. You know, you stay away from them. You know, that whole eighty eight thing. They've kind of. Can I say ho on air? They've kind of like hold that number out. Yeah, you, I think ho's <laughs> Yeah, ho's fine. Jesus. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the, about digging up a garden? It's, it's the internet. That's yeah, about digging up a garden, right? Yeah, okay. They, they've, they've garden tooled that number out. Yeah, like that, that, that number is no longer really oh, sacred to me. Y'all that, getting worse than Nate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've garden tooled that Jesse, number out. Sir, you're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would be 8 and 22 for me. 8 and 22? I think me would probably. I, I get the Bob Lilly thing, but I'm kind of like Jesse. Like it's, I understand it. I don't know if I would 
protect that one. I, I mm-hmm. think I'm. I think twelve for sure. Twelve, eight, and twenty-two are probably you know. And R- Tony, I love Tony to death, but I mean, you got to win a Super Bowl for protecting yeah. your number, right? Yeah. I mean, I would think. Yeah, that'd probably be mine. <laughs> but my, my biggest thing would be I, I just wouldn't want people like if I'm Jalen, maybe because he's defense, but like an offensive guy. I don't want to wear a, n- a number. I guess if I'm a quarterback, I don't want to wear the number the guy wore. Because right? yeah. you're always going to be compared. Right, right. Well, that's, you know, Jalen's 54. That was Randy White and Chuck mm-hmm. Holly, who were both right. ring honor and Hall of Fame guy. Randy. So maybe that's they don't want to be compared. Does that players look back now, to that, see no, they, that, they care? No, when quarterbacks are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Jalen, just don't do it. Okay, just Leave it alone. Yeah, he's just asking for yeah. more. Yeah, just more, leave it alone. And now, unless you're going to turn back into that Jalen about three years ago, then get at it, If, if you're going to give it to Jalen in the number yeah. nine in, in South Bend, from yeah. South Bend, then by all means, Let me, you know what? Where, this is a squirrel. How do we get on a bashing Jalen? <laughs> I was going to say, this is, this is a squirrel moment. But we brought it up. Do you What, what do you expect out of Jalen this year? Great things. Do you really? From, yes, sir. You think he's going to get it yes, back sir. on track? I, I think, I think that this coach. Are you expecting or are you hoping? A little bit of both, James. Okay. Right. A little bit of both. <laughs> okay. Because That's I've seen honest. you play a year and a half of bad. I've seen that. So mm-hmm. I, I, but I, but that kid we saw two or three years ago that was hungry, that was making tackles, you know, big plays for little or no gain. That's the guy. I think he can be that guy. Because he's still got the physical yeah. tools, he right? He may have to just – maybe this coach maybe this coach can be that guy that, that can help him. Because this is, a, this is a big year. Not only for him, but for the Cowboys. We need him to play. Now, I'm, ain't nobody more critical than me. You know I've been just killing this kid. Mm. But I need him, Art Layton, either one, to That's show up this does, year. Does Jalen need Layton? Yeah. They have to show up. His good Jalen's good years was when Layton was good. You know, yeah. Layton's been hurt the last year and a half, so maybe that's the key. You got to get Layton on the field <laughs> to get Jalen going. What do you, what, what's your expectation or hope or both? My expectation. Or, or do you want to pass on this question? <laughs> you can pass. It's no, okay. I, come on. It's not my style. It's not my style. Not my style of passing the talking opportunity. Come on, you guys know better than this. Forgot who I was talking listen, to. Listen, you could have put up any topic. I'm going to find a it's way to interject myself. It's been into a while it. since we've been in the yeah. same room. I forgot. I'm not passing up opportunity to talk. All right, pass talk. on it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping we need we need a Pro Bowl year from Jalen. Yes, sir. We, man. Need we need it, man. A Pro Bowl year from Jalen. My expectations is not that because mm-hmm. maybe I hang too much. And I'm, I'm like the supreme optimistic person. But when you just see a trend over and over again, and I know in this league, once offensive coordinators and F- quarterbacks figure you figure out, you out mm-hmm. unless you find a way to just totally revamp yourself, you're, 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 fish, you're dead fish in the water. Because they know now how to get you and what to do to get you. And Jalen just doesn't come off as the person who was able. Sometimes he seems like he doesn't read the room well. Yeah, he's not self-aware. Self-aware, and it's like, dude, you should be doing things a little bit different. Mm. And and you know when he makes the comment of you know look at the tape. No, we haven't looked at the tape. <laughs> See, the, 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 what Jesse's trying to say is, 
if a wide, if if an option route kills you, and what I mean by that, let's say a running back swings out of the backfield and comes straight at you, and he reading how you playing him. Well, if you got to guess, take that out. Say, you know what? My help is to the outside. So I'm I'm standing right inside. You ain't coming in here. You got to be smart enough to see that film and know, okay, I can't take him either way. So I'm I'm going to push him towards my help so we, we'll have an opportunity to be successful. Jalen, a lot of times you just see him running around like he's not thinking. And, and, am I wrong? No, you're saying? not. That's, and that's, so, that's... you know – so a lot of times when you're not thinking, you're trying, you're reading too many keys. You're looking at, you're looking through the through the guard to the full, I mean to the running back to the court. Too many keys for him. Give him a certain thing to read. Give him a certain thing to do. I just tell him this is what you do on this play. Or if you see this formation, this is what you do. Don't have him doing multiple things. If he's a multiple guy, he's lost. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take hey, our. Go ahead. Do we have time for me to? Tom Brady just made a point, or maybe we do this after the break. You know what? It's it's Amen Corner. It's your show from here on out. Let's let's take a break. <laughs> Kurt's got a point. Kurt's also going to talk about the instant replay rule. Yeah, because he got some movies I ain't never heard. And of. whatever else he wants to talk about, when we come back with Amen Corner on Hanging with the Boys. High fidelity, a movie. Infidelity. What was? It? Whoa! How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly. Just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Back to hanging with the boys. Cowboys fans, enter the free to play draft pick challenge presented by DraftKings for a chance to win two 2021 season tickets. 
Submit your picks before the draft starts on April the 29th. You must be 21 years of age or older to play. To see the official rules and enter now, go to DallasCowboys.com slash draft pick challenge. That's DallasCowboys.com slash draft pick challenge. And now it's Hold on, before we go to Amen Corner, okay. question for you. What? Have you booked your Mexico trip for 2022? <laughs> you know what? They The pre-sale went on this week. And I looked at the pre-sale. It wasn't on last year. Yeah. The concert this year is the divisional playoff game round. Mm. And if we don't make the playoffs, I might just look for another job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. I didn't book it. I, the first time in six years didn't I didn't book, book it. Because wow. I, I, I fully 100% expect us to be in the first round of the playoffs. Like but it, somebody got to predict winning 9.5 games, so yeah. that put us in the playoffs. You don't chance. think that they'll get a bye, right? So you could have gone. Ooh. Something to think about. Well, right? yeah. Damn. Is that right? <laughs> Maybe I got to rethink this. <laughs> No, the division round no. is the second round. Yeah, division round is the second oh, round. Wild yeah, card is the first round. Yeah, right. wild card right, be first, be second. So I didn't, I didn't book it because I expect us to be in the divisional round okay. of the playoffs. Like, awesome. I, There's no reason why – like, that tells you that I think this team – because I've, I've booked it every year no matter what, whether it was that weekend or a different weekend. But if they don't make – we got some bad issues if we don't make it to the divisional round of the playoffs. So. You won't go in the locker room like someone owes me a goddamn yeah. Mexico yeah, trip. Exactly. We didn't make it to the division around exactly. the playoffs. Exactly. I'll be I'll be living, but I'm not happy about it. But my buddy yeah. Jim, my buddy Jim from California that I always go with, he he booked it and he replaced me. So I'm. Oh, it was tough to see that. Replaced. He texted me that and it was really really tough. So, <laughs> all right, Kurt, Amen Corner. And as you said that during the break, I got the the notification on my phone about Brady ripping the new NFL yeah. jersey chain. We're so, just, Kurt, Amen Corner, take we're it away. We're just talking about it, and Tom Brady just retweeted out that. Uh, he thinks that could cause confusion among the linemen, and we're going to see bad football because they won't know who to block. And then uh, Albert Breer followed that up with, "Yeah, it's it's a real concern for some of the coaches that they've talked about it that this could create confusion among the linemen, not knowing, you know, who who to block." And that's Lawrence thing. Taylor could have had on sixty five, fifty six, <laughs> two thousand and eight. <laughs> we wouldn't know who Lawrence Taylor was. Yeah. Come on, man. That does seem a little like yeah. a stretch, bit of stretch there. So. Cause they once you change you you're not gonna be able to do this weekend and week out you change it and that's what you stuck with right mm-hmm. you know I don't know how some cause confusion yeah the smartest Tom Tom's just special man <laughs> especially good Tom, this is that old man moment right here we yeah. just like complain about something yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like these changes these kids Tom, 20, yeah. you're twenty plus years in if you don't know who the Sam and the Mike linebacker is you're the problem yeah, yeah. not the numbers you don't have to worry about that well you we had talked about earlier. Um, I guess it was from Michael Parsons. We were talking about him a little bit. He didn't. He set out last year because of COVID. Some of these guys have. Does that concern you guys at all? Would you draft a guy? Would you be more hesitant to draft a guy who did Ooh. not play last year? No. And the reason being for me is, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not in the draft room. I'm not giving up all these assets and money to, to, to sign a player as high as Parsons is going to go. But I look at it like this. With the lack of – same thing like the NFL. Lack of offseason, lack of training, lack of training camp. And now you want me to go out and give it up for an organization that doesn't pay me 
And if I get hurt, they just continue to move on, and I know my draft stock is high. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why teams are looking at that as some sort of weakness. I'm like, damn, that's a smart kid. He saw it, and this is the part where sometimes NFL teams and owners, they, they say they want smart players. They do want smart players. They don't want players smarter who, than them who think for themselves, <laughs> uh-huh. who 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 have the ability to say to step out there and be on that island by yourself. Because to do that, you got to kind of have a little bit of cojones to say, you know what, I'm not going to play, and I know that's how it's going to be looked. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, this is something that I have to value myself. I have to make sure that my value, because Penn State's value, when, when Happy Valley opens back up, they're going to be 100,000 fans waving their white shirts for their whiteouts, no matter what. And that organization, that program is going to make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars off the football program. If Parsons would have gotten hurt this year because there wasn't the proper steps taking place in the offseason, in training camp, and then rush to a season, he tears a knee and ankle, and his draft stock drops all the way down. Penn State moves on. Mm-hmm. James Franklin moves on. Into his career, possibly. End yeah. of his career. Mm-hmm. Or what would have been of his career gets cut in half as far as his draft stock, the money he would have made, mm-hmm. the endorsements he would have gotten. So for me, I'm looking at this and saying, you know what? This is a smart guy. This is a guy who understands. It has nothing to do with that. He doesn't love football. Yeah, I love football, and I want to play it for a very long time when they actually pay me some cash. Yeah. And, and, and me not doing that this year for whatever reason that I chose not to do it, giving myself a chance to you know, better my, 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 my pro days, or if I had a real concern that I might have caught COVID, and we're seeing little little glimpses of, of how this COVID has affected some players. You yes. see it in the NBA where yes. guys have gotten COVID and they haven't still returned like 100% from it. Guys are like, now I have to use an asthma pump. And, you know, we're still questioning last year, was part of what Zeke was going on in his performance, was that because he didn't ever fully recover from? So you have all these little questions that you don't – we don't know. We're not doctors. We'll, we'll see in a couple years the longing effects of what COVID did to us as a society and as athletes. But when I look at a guy like Parsons, I'm, I'm not saying, no, this kid loved football. You, you saw it on the field. You, we wouldn't be talking about him if he didn't love football enough to play it at a high level. So, because he set out last year because of COVID, that smart kid to me. Yeah, like it didn't hurt him. It's like, like just look at his look at his highlights. Don't look like it hurt him in his workouts. It definitely don't look like it hurt him in his workouts. He looks good to me, and that's why I was asking you earlier, uh, what is it that you don't like? You know, to, for him not to be a number at the number ten pick. You know, is it because he missed last year? Is it because he got a little problem? Or what is it? You said it's because we already got linebackers. You know, but I don't think we have this guy. You know, I don't think Layton or Jalen is this guy. So, hmm. but that's you know, I'm not making that pick. You feel the same way, guys skipping bowl games. Yeah, Played bowl games. If, you, if you're not playing a national championship, please bowl <laughs> game. Come like on, I'm, man. Gonna, I'm gonna go risk. I'm gonna go risk my future. I'm yeah. a high drive pick for a goodie bag. The hell with that. Good meal. You get a good <laughs> couple of good meals too. You can you can wow. keep that Chick Fil A bowl. You can yeah. keep you can keep the the wow. PlayStation bowl. The weed eater, weed the Southern Bell bowl. The yeah. 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 Michelin Cut. Tire bowl. No, thank you. Go on, man. Well, I almost forgot about that. We had that other. You mentioned the other rule rule mm-hmm. change. I almost forgot about it. But what do you think? The replay official upstairs is now going to be able to call down 
to the officials for some things. Um, what, what's the wording of that? Uh, let's see. It's like clear, clear and def- defined. defined, and it's like for any call regarding possession, completions, interceptions, down by contact. Um, it won't be just for challenges anymore. If a coach doesn't necessarily have to challenge it, like if, but, like like if you bull rush a guy and get him right here and get two face mask calls. Is they going to change that? Because it cost some teams some games where they just pull yeah. rush the guy and grab him. That doesn't sound like that would be. If they ain't putting that in there. So read it again. What is it? Yeah. Well, it says replay officials can consult with the on field refs on any call regarding possession, completions, interceptions, down by, and down by contact. Mm. So some of that sounds like I, it still won't be. Here's the thing please. when we start running into this replay thing I can consult with the refs on the field. Does that mean they're going to change the call? Thank yeah. you. Because we look at the Rams Saints t- two years yeah. ago. The interference call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be blind not to see that this was a clear pass interference and call. You didn't call it. Yeah. And you didn't call it. So it, it, because you buzz down, am I going to see it to where that gets called? Like, the, and and you start to over replay these games and just doing too much. And we already complain about how baseball is 19 hours long because, and they still don't get it right. Mm-hmm. Like, still don't get it right. So it'll only frustrate and hurt your brand if you add another layer yeah. of replay yeah. to this, another set of eyes, and something that's clear and present. You still get it wrong. That that's just going to yeah. kill. That's going to kill your brand. That's the big kill thing. All brand. they have to do is call down and say, "Hey, Kurt." That play is wrong. This is the right play. This is what we're going to do. Now, if you're doing it like that, that's fine. Yeah. But to call on and say, did you look at it from this Which angle? Which I, I don't know why they don't do that because the, the official is an official. Yeah. He's a legit official. Right. They should have a trained staff that is trained to do that on a replay and make that call. They should be part of the crew. And if they see where it's a wrong call, they can override the, the officiating crew on the on the field. I, I'm with you. If it If it – Slows the game down and they don't make it change like they did the pass interference rule and it's just like the refs aren't going to call it because they're stubborn. I think it's dumb and it's going to turn people off and that's one more thing you, that takes away from the game. So, Kurt, yeah, we're out of time, man. Uh, they should uh-huh. fix that. The, these guys got to be somewhere. These guys have to be somewhere. I do. We'll tell you about where they're going to be at, at some point. And one day we will. It's a pretty important deal. It's a pretty cool. big deal. Well, yeah. Nate has to be there today. Yeah, yeah. It just I don't, I don't understand, man. What? You know, it just feel like the Game of Thrones, man. Just it ended wrong. We ended the show wrong. I feel. I agree. Oh, I agree. Man. But you know what? It, what do we need to do? To, what do we need to do to make it what, you know, end it right? What or? do we need to do to the four of us? Just to, to, just tell everybody that we're going to get a defensive player, and I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all going to be back in studio every week now, or is this just uh, well, a one time? Where, where have I been the last? This three is weeks? such a better show when everyone's here. It's good to see. Jesse everybody. is the one that's. You should come to next week is the draft. We are the only show on draft I'll, day. I'll come, uh, I'll come next. Come week. next Thursday. Yeah, yeah let's do it because this. And is let's the, do the first and second round. We are the warm up. <laughs> we are the warm up to the draft show. We're the only show on before the draft show coverage starts. <laughs> so we will have. We Boss will be, might change that. He like let's get some guys in. Yeah. Who yeah. Know, know what they're talking about? Yeah, yeah well, we do. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. either certain or they're off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do know. So we'll be back next week. Only show in town next week. We'll be draft heavy. Tune in. Kurt, thank you. Thank you. Jesse, thank you. Nate, thank you. you. It's great being in the same room with you guys again. We'll do it again in studio next Thursday. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Great job. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week on another episode. Certain other.
Sertan. Of hanging with the boys. What is his name? Later. Sertan. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!